Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and Christmas. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by Santa's favorite elf, Darian. Yo! And the Grinch who stole Teddy Chineris. Uh, and this is also Jerry the Christmas Beaver. I want everybody to welcome him to the show. He's a good guy. Good guy, Jerry. Okay. Welcome, Jerry, our, our fourth guest. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be chilling here today. You know, he's off camera. You won't be able to see him unless he unless he really has an opinion on something. But for now, I mean, just know that he's here with us. Oh. I mean, I feel like my cat is a more active part of the podcast than that it's random ass. I mean, he, there's more movement going on with the cat for sure. Uh, you'll probably hear uh, hear Darian coughing a bit because she's a bit under the weather. But uh, another awesome episode. So, Teddy, what is your favorite thing about Christmas? Dude, Christmas is fantastic. It's just like here's <clears throat> I'm dying. I'm all, I'm also dying. Uh here's what I used to say about Christmas when I was younger. When I was younger, I would be like cuz Christmas time like December, it just felt like everybody was happier in general. Like everybody's just in a good mood cuz it's Christmas, you know? Uh so I feel like everybody just generally is in a better mood. But other than that, presents because my sister and my brother-in-law and my parents are still pretty nice. It's pretty great. What about you, Darian? Oh, God, don't. (laughs) I'm very uncomfortable now. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite thing about Christmas? Uh, Everything. I... As soon as uh, Thanksgiving was over, I put on my first ugly sweater of the season, and then I went and bought some Christmas leggings and stuff, because I I love Christmas designs. We're gonna it's put great. we're gonna put stockings on the wall for all of our pets. Nice. I'm pretty excited. Nice. Are they getting Christmas presents? Yeah, Marcos is already up. Don't tell him he's in here. Don't tell him. I think he's sleeping. Uh, he's got a little toy in his stocking, though. Okay. <laughs> Marco, there's a there's a toy in your stocking. Go get it. <laughs> oh no, you spoiled the surprise. Uh, Jerry wants to know what your favorite thing about Christmas is, Bryce. Uh, the fact that I get a paid holiday and can just sit around playing video games for a day. Yeah, I get the fact that I get a break from from school is very nice. I'm still I still work, but it's very nice that I don't have classes. Because I was wanting to die during finals week. That was not good. Speaking of playing video games, Darian, what have you been playing? You're never going to guess. But I've been playing League of Legends. thought you were Heroes of the Storm player. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually a Dota 2 player. Oh, okay. She's chasing that money. That, that's, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm playing Unknown's Battlegrounds. Playing that Xbox One version, lol? No, but I have a coworker <laughs> that's like, he didn't know what the acronym was. He just knew it as PUBG. And so when I showed him a picture of it, like, oh, yeah, it is available on Xbox. You can play it now. And I showed him a picture. He's like, 
oh, that's what PUBG is? I'm <laughs> such an idiot. Like, I could have been playing this already. That's funny. <laughs> he, was, he was heartbroken. But uh, no, I haven't. No, nope, nothing fun. I hear it's rough. Yeah, and you haven't uh, hopped on the test server either, have you? No. That's surprising. I have friends that still play it, and they legit, like, they're like, don't even touch live. Like, only play on the test servers because it's apparently way better. I have friends that are the same way. I hopped on the test server, and uh, it's got a bunch of UI updates. Uh, it's much smoother. It's got the new map, and I guess they added in the old map as well. Um, and I guess the new, the desert map has different guns and stuff. So it's yeah. th the map you are on is going to change your gameplay uh, greatly. I think people have said that there's like scopes are going to be more common on the desert map, uh, oh. which would be interesting. Which is which is actually super interesting because there's less things to hide behind in the desert. There's not like mm. trees everywhere. Um, it seems like there's more buildings in the desert, um, but it's uh, it's gonna be really interesting. Uh, official official release is December twentieth uh, for one point when all that's coming to the live version. So that's gonna be pretty close. Uh, but yeah, it looks like the the one point update is going to make things run a lot smoother and a lot going on good because they kept whenever i had friends that were pressuring me to play it and i would play every now and then I, it was like one day i would play and i was getting like 80 frames like all night and then like a week later i would play and i'd be getting like 30 40 and i was like jared did they patch it he's like yeah they did i was like god damn it <laughs> go back to the other one it was working better yeah. but yeah i I've, I've heard people getting like 100 frames like easy champ. yeah um the new ui like the, it's got a new loading screen it's it's got a lot of updates that they really should have had uh, for a while uh but should be good uh anything else you've been playing darian no it's been a pretty slow game i've had a weird couple weeks so i haven't been able to game as much like in general so okay. oh jace jk just kidding i did write down another <laughs> i keep forgetting that i played it because I literally played it for like an hour on stream and was like, I can't fucking do this. Um, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, which is like the unofficial official FNAF 6. Uh, for, for five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Sometimes people use acronyms for th things that I'm not used to the acronym of. Like, oh, oh man, what was it? So Andrew Renee on Kind of Funny Games Daily kept calling The Last of Us t -Lu. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? No, we didn't yeah, agree it's... on this as a society, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, so how was that game? It was Spoopy. great. It started out super smooth. It was like an actual like pizzeria simulator. Very fun. Super chill. And then uh, every night they bring you a, um, a an animatronic to either salvage or throw back in the alley. And... <clears throat> the first two nights, I was like, no, this is a trap. I'm not, no, I'm not salvaging these. I can't. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. But then the third night, there was one that, or no, maybe it was just the first night and then the second night I did it. But I got to one and I was like, well, I can't not scrap this one. Like, I, I need this one. <laughs> She's pretty. <laughs> so then I couldn't play anymore because she killed me. 
twice. Damn. And I was just like, no, I can't. I can't. I'm not good at these games. And she's, you know, nope. So I had to quit. Okay. So I've been watching Markiplier play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Teddy, it's been, it's been many, many years since we last saw you on this podcast. I wasn't on... <clears throat> <laughs> two weeks ago so last last episode so i went on my twitch and like started thinking about it and man played a lot of video games so i'm gonna try and do it real fast doki doki literature club is a free game on steam that it starts off like a regular visual novel type uh girl dating simulator thing and then it it takes a turn and that's all i'm gonna say uh you should play it but you also shouldn't play it i'm very conflicted on that game i have yes, a question Darian. about it <laughs> So does it play like a visual novel where you yeah, don't make any decisions? Um, or can you make decisions and it'll change the game? There's some decisions. There's not many, but there's some, yeah. Mm. Um, it, yeah, you should play it, but you also shouldn't play it. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, I rented that because I got a free month of Gamefly. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to rent this and play the campaign because that's all I really wanted to do, even though I heard the campaign was not that great. But... I disagree. A lot of people, well, I don't fully disagree, but I heard a lot of people saying that it was like garbage. Oh, they're like, oh, it's so bad. It's not worth it. I think it's worth it. It's definitely worth like running and playing the campaign. It's still, it still connects. A lot of people were saying that like there's moments where you switch to like the movie characters and you move away from like the main characters like Aiden Versio and her squad, but it connects and it, it all like there. It's, it's not necessarily exactly like some studio exec came in and was like oh what about luke skywalker where is him you know um they it, it it connects but it's definitely not fantastic it has some issues the pacing has some issues but like the story overall like the campaign overall i had a fun time it was a good experience like the gameplay is fun as well um and i'm always playing WoW every now and then. Just so you guys know, in World of Warcraft every day, I've been logging on, I've been going to this farm, I've been farming these four things, li like a literal farm, not like farming as in killing things over and over, but I was going to this literal farm. I was farming these four plots of soil every day, replanting them for a chance at an ominous seed because once you get an ominous seed you can then plant that seed and then you can get a battle pet that's like one of the most useful battle pets in the game so i was trying to do that for like a month and then the other literally yesterday i was like you know what i'm just gonna check the auction house and see if it's any cheaper normally it's like four thousand gold on the auction house so i was like i'll just work for it there was one <clears throat> there was one uh pet available on the auction house for 800 gold and that is pretty dang cheap in comparison. So I was like, I got to do it. So I bought it. It's haunted. <clears throat> it's haunted? Yeah, you got a haunted pet. You just, you, you won't know. That's not good. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But I'm happy. I got the pet. I, I'm i also, I'm kind of bummed that I like, I feel like I gave up, you know, like I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't actually work for it. I just bought it. But yeah, um, also Worms good old worms battlegrounds i was been playing that because it was a free game on ps plus in november and i organized a tournament for it and it was amazing and it was like it was great it was great uh you can look at the vod on twitch.tv slash teddy chineris but i'm gonna get that up on youtube on like a fully condensed version eventually um what you know one of these days also call of duty world war ii that multiplayer is still uh, a good amount of fun and the uh, winter event brought in Gun Game, 
And Gun Game is like one of my favorite game modes in Call of Duty. So that I've been playing some Gun Game on and on and off. Halo Five because I'm always playing Halo Five multiplayer when I'm trying to get friends to play with me, like Grunt and Cooker. But he's never around, so I can never play with him. Um, uh, let's see the Overwatch uh, Winter event is happening. Uh, that's been fun. I've played a couple of the Snowball and a couple of the Yeti things. The Yeti game mode's fun. But every Winston I go again, go up against is very bad, and we beat them like very easily. I feel like I've played <clears throat> probably two or three hours of that game mode, and Winston has won like twice, and it's it's weird. Is um, it just a one v three or like how does it's that a four v one? And it's like basically there's meat around the map, and, or it might be five v one. I think it's five v one. There's meat around the map that Winston has to pick up. He's dressed as a Yeti. It's like a Yeti mm-hmm. hunt thing. It's his skin. And, yeah, yeah. And you, he has to pick up four of the meats and eat them, and then he ults, and he's like on his ult for a timer. And once the timer runs out, then he goes back and has to do it again. But pretty much, he has to kill. Like we have five team lives, and he has to kill the. He has to kill. Uh, any of the maze five times and then it's over or we have to kill him mm. once and yeah there's five maze um twitch prime gave away super hot the other day oh i'm so excited to play that that i sat down i downloaded it and then i sat down and was like oh i'll just play the first two levels of something for like 10 minutes i only had like 20 minutes and i played like as long for as long as i could because i was like this is really good like super hot is very good i know we i am a year late to that party because that was a big conversation in 2016 but you know that's okay um since we last talked uh you know y- you and me rsg audience uh their destiny 2 curse of osiris came out so i've been playing that the still haven't beaten the raid layer because i still constantly every night get on and go hey is there enough people on my friends list on my clan online to do it like is there enough people here no i plan in advance say hey tuesday i make a playstation event i invite five people they all say yes all six are like yeah we're gonna be there we get on there's still two people not there i message them i'm like where are you at they're like oh i'm sorry i fell asleep or like oh i'm out with my girlfriend i forgot it's it's very annoying. I want to beat this raid layer, but I think eventually I'm just going to have to go to LFG off stream. And it very much annoys me. Um, the Curse of Osiris is good, though. I like the the raid layer that I have played. We've gotten close to beating it. So the, the raid layer itself is really, really good and really cool. Like, the boss itself is dope. Um, and the Masterwork update, which w- came out a week after Curse of Osiris, is really good. And uh, is a very good step in the right direction for Bungie. And I've been playing and really enjoying, you know, counteractive to you guys' PUBG conversation earlier, Fortnite. Surprisingly enough, I do not like PUBG. I've played 30 hours of PUBG and I do not like it. But I had a lot of friends that were really into it. We're like, come on, let's play. I was like, okay. Um, it's, it's not like I hate it, but I just didn't really love it. And I have to quit the podcast. <laughs> hold on but there was a um i was playing call of duty world war ii with a friend Je- with uh three other friends jester ground cooker and fury and they all three had fortnite installed and i had it installed as well and i knew that fury and grunt really liked it and played it and i was like you know what guys i'll give it a shot because i had it downloaded but i hadn't like opened it i was like i'll give it a shot you know i'll, I'll play it with you guys as a squad and we we loaded in and i won we won our first game 
and I got like three kills and I was like, wow, it's actually pretty cool. And then I played more and I pretty much realized that the reason I like it is one, it's faster. It's just straight up faster. And two, like I actually feel somewhat competent in shooting. Whereas in PUBG, I've played 30 hours of PUBG. I've always sucked with the mouse and keyboard, but PUBG is very much emphasizes that in player and battlegrounds if i see someone even if like i have an ar they have an ar medium distance you know if we're like medium distance we see each other i'm like all right time to start shooting i'm gonna lose this and then usually i do and then uh but in fortnite if i see someone even at a relatively far distance and i have an ar i just i have a controller that i've gamed with for 10 years so i'm like oh and then i win a lot of the time like most of the time when i lose are people like doing crazy jump shots building these crazy things jumping off with snipers and all that i'm like oh i can't do that uh but yeah i've been surprisingly liking it i've technically only played like probably i don't know five hours like i played a little i played like an hour or two with squads and like an hour or two another night then i played like a couple hours solo just for fun literally last night so i've been i've been liking it more and more it's fun so yeah, that's all that I've been playing that I can remember. When we check back next episode, there's going to be a good amount more. And maybe I will have beaten a video game. Because I my goal is to beat a couple of games by the end of Christmas break. We'll see. Teddy sucks at PUBG. That's why he doesn't like it. Yup. That's what I heard. That's <laughs> one of the reasons. <laughs> For sure. It's a learning curve. You gotta You gotta adjust. It's true. It took me like 160 hours to feel confident. So yeah, I just, but like at that point, are you having fun throughout those 160 hours? Well, yeah, you goof around, you piss off your teammates and make everybody angry. Sure. At you. It's pretty fun. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. PUBG is also just mainly the main reason that like, uh, I think it was Bunny asked because Bunny really likes PUBG. He was on the episode last week. If you guys don't know, Super Killer Bunny um, or la- two weeks ago. He was talking about it, and he really loves PUBG, and I have been saying that I like Fortnite, and he's like, why? I just don't get it. And I was telling him, I just, it's just faster. Like, I don't know. There, There's a lot of times in PUBG where I drop in, and I get something, and, like, I don't see somebody for, like, 10, 15 minutes. Like, I just don't see anybody. Like, the game's over in 10 and 15 minutes in Fortnite, I feel like. Like, they don't go super long. And I drop down. Most of the time, there's people there, and I get in a fight. And if I don't get in a fight, I get in a fight in the next, like, three to four minutes, like, two to f- three. I don't know. Like, it's they, there's usually a lot more going on. It's well-paced. You know, the map is is small enough to – the pacing's really good. But I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think the map on – It's also For- just preference. I think the map on Fortnite's smaller, so no matter where you drop, yeah. you're going to – do it whereas if you want to get into a fight in PUBG, there's places you can drop like there mm. yeah the military base if you drop there you'll be in a fight right away that's true hey i have a question <laughs> when you win a round in fortnite what is it called <clears throat> it just says victory royale it's oh. not as cool yeah they they needed to come up with something and then they didn't maybe well, they, no because if they came up with something close to chicken dinner yeah, it's like true. okay you couldn't rip it, off anymore like come on yeah it just says in like big it's like giant text it's like number one victory royale so see yeah. that's kind of fun though i bet that's really yeah. satisfying yeah and it like stops it like freeze frames like wherever you are it's like boom and it's like oh cool 
There's a whole thing with uh, like chicken dinners being associated with PUBG, which is mm. really cool. Like, oh man, we won a lot. Let's go get an actual chicken dinner and thing. But like, <laughs> let's go get a victory royale. <laughs> <laughs> not not a tangible thing you can really get. Um, which reminds me, one of the uh, things that came uh, is coming in the new update is kill cams uh, to PUBG, and that's actually really cool to be able to it's see cool. to see how you uh, died. And it shows quite a bit before you actually get killed. So you, I think it's like 10 seconds um, before, like, it's got maybe five seconds before you get killed and, like, five seconds after you. So you can see them getting the gun and or, or like, you know, coming up upon you and, like, the whole process and then, like, a little bit after. So you can see how it all went down, which is really cool. Like, oh, So you can see when people are very clearly cheating because they get yeah. a headshot on you and your teammate <laughs> yeah. who are across the room from each other and... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I uh, played and uh, got killed early on. I and the watched the kill cam. And it showed the guy picking up the gun and finding and seeing me and shooting me with it, and then him kind of going back ab- about his business. And I was like, oh, cool! I kind of got to see the whole like life story of how he killed me. <laughs> um, I, unlike you, cool kids, have only been playing one video game for the last couple weeks. Technically, two, but. Uh, as I said last week, I had been playing Dofus, uh, because I watched the Dofus anime and stuff and wanted to get back into that world. And, um, my, uh, Verve, uh, subscription ran out so I can watch any more of Dofus, uh, the anime show, but, uh, I still had Netflix. So I watched Wakfu and was watching that while playing Dofus, but apparently Dofus is free to play for a little bit but then you have to subscribe to do additional stuff because I kind of went through the tutorial area and did kind of stuff in the first city that you can do. But then once I got outside it, like, uh, they were like, oh, go, go do this stuff. And then I'd get there and they'd be like, oh, you need to be a subscriber to do this. And I hit enough of those that I was like, okay, it seems like I can't do anything more without paying. But I heard that Wakfu was completely free to play, so I jumped over there and a it's definitely like i think it was built five years after dofus so it's definitely newer uh uh it's more open whereas as dofus everything was kind of divided into small squares and you had to go like screen to screen which was super like weird um especially compared to wakfu where you can just wander around the uh, entire world uh but what's uh so both Wakfu and Dofus are uh, MMOs with uh, tactics-style combat. So when you get, go into a battle, uh, you will select them to attack, and it'll give you, like, oh, there you might be seeing, like, a single cat, uh, but you can... It'll be like, okay, the, here's the actual amount, or here, here's what you'll actually be fighting... And then you select your starting position based on their starting positions. And then it's all grid-based of like, okay, you want to have them so far away so you can hit the hit these moves and stuff. And it's a combat in an MMO, MMO that I've never seen before. Uh, there's only a few games that actually like do it. Um, and those are like single-player uh, games. I'm trying to think there's yeah. a... There's a... Isn't Dis, Disgaea one of them that does it? <coughs> I and, don't... Makes think me think of um, tactics. 
But I don't oh, know. Oh, God. Final Fantasy the Tactics Nin- is for sure, right? It yep. makes me think of the Nintendo 3DS game. Yeah. The... Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire yeah. Emblem does it. I'm all about it. I like Fire Emblem a lot. Um, So it's, it's pretty cool. And the one thing... Uh, I, I can't say if at a certain point it happens, but uh, in in uh, Dofus, but in Wakfu, you get uh, companions. So when you are doing the combat, it's not just you doing the grid-based stuff by yourself. You can also have companions, and they'll be much weaker than you. Uh, but then you can kind of be like, okay, I'm an archer, so I'm going to work my distance stuff. I've got this kind of knight to kind of handle the close combat stuff and you can work the environment uh, a lot more. And I even ran a dungeon with a guy who uh, was running three characters and I was running three characters. So we were kind of like trying to play the field and, and kind of push guys around to, to use our uh, spells. Um, so it's, it's really cool. It is completely free to play. They do have um, XP boosters and hero boosters um, so some like small stuff that will just help you progress more, but there's no content locked behind gates. So it's uh, very cool if you are into that. Uh, I ask you this, Bryce, as somebody who doesn't watch that show, but I'm a, I used to play a lot of MMOs and just like switch around me and Eric because like a lot of them were free to play and it was a good thing to like try out like back in the day when we didn't have money to buy new games. <laughs> we would just like go around to different MMOs and like try out a bunch of new ones. So that was always fun. So I, <clears throat> I came to really love like the MMO genre. Like I like seeing the differences and like what they do. I kind of want to check this out now. Just for like a couple hours. Is it as somebody who doesn't watch the show, would it still be at least decent? Yeah, I think uh one, so the opening animation is so fucking pretty. It it uh uh is is basically they, they ha- I think had the animators for the cartoon like do the animation and I don't know I assume all the cutscenes are are done of full animation and it was so cool. Uh, because it has them like charging Ogress, which is like the final boss of the world who's kind of messing up the world. And, and I guess each player is the chosen one who is, is I guess, able to defeat Ogress, which is kind of funny that like... And I always find that funny in MMOs that like everyone is, in terms of the story, you're the one chosen one. You're the greatest one, but everybody... Yeah. <laughs> That's why a lot of people don't like... I hear... Not 100%, because I'm not, like, super... I always say this, I'm not a hardcore WoW player. I'm a very casual WoW player, but I like to keep up with the community. A lot of people don't really love the later WoW expansions because it turns into that where it's like, you're the hero, you know? But in early WoW, it was pretty much, like, in vanilla, it was like, you're just an adventurer. Like, you're just a warrior out there, you know? You're not actually making too much of a of a change. You're just, like, fighting in the wars and stuff, but it changes <clears throat> later on, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, they've got like, I think like 12 different classes. Uh, each, each class is a race of people. Um, they've got like like, MMOs. You got me. God damn it. Yeah. They got, (laughs) they've got yops who are kind of the fighter classes. They got craws who are your archers. They've got thieves who, who, uh, I only played a thief in Dofus, but they kind of like, I think you can only really pull that off if you're playing with other people. Uh, because they can throw down bombs, and then you kind of got to make sure the enemy is by the bomb when it goes off, or else you're just like, you know, it won't do anything. 
Uh, so you kind of got to kite them into the area, and then the bomb will do a lot of damage, but you get just got to kind of play off the movements well. Um, yeah, so much different deals. And what's also really cool about Wakfu is that they're very, like, cultural... They, they, they pull a lot of cultural references. Um, early on in the main mission, uh, thing, you fight a uh, some bad guys, and then I don't know if you're supposed to lose the battle... Or it, I, I I did it with two characters. The first time I lost the battle and went down into the sewers. Second time I won the battle and still went down into the sewers. But down in the sewers, there's a swamp creature looking dude, and he's got a blue mask on his face, and his name is like Donatello, and it's like wow, yeah, this is Donatello. It should be purple then. And he Donatello's purple. And he uh, asks you to make some pizzas. So it's nice. like. This straight up like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and there's other like small references like that too. So it's a really cool uh, world. Um, nice. Yeah. So yeah, you should totally check it out. I'll you can play on it and stuff. Um, but we should get into the news. We should. So uh, I've got there's a little bit of video game movie news that I think we should talk about. Uh, Darren, why don't you tell me a little bit uh, about an actor called Ryan Reynolds? Have you ever heard of him? Uh, once or twice. Uh, okay, well, uh, Ryan Reynolds, everybody's favorite anti-hero. Or he plays everybody's favorite anti-hero. Well, I mean, let's be real, though. Like, let's be real. Like, Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. Like, It's true. I mean, have you, have you like, gone and looked at his Twitter? <laughs> Do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah. He's amazing. Yes. He's, it's oh, great. Oh, God. He's a genius. Anyway, he is also going to voice Detective Pikachu. Yes, from in, the hit uh, movie, Detective Pikachu. From the hit movie, <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Which oh was kind of a meme for a while because a lot of people wanted Danny DeVito to do it, which yeah. I think would have been pretty great. But honestly, I'm very curious to see what they do with it now. I'm just like, how is I don't trust this movie at all, like in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't know, man. A movie about Detective Pikachu? That sounds super cute. Detective Pikachu is a live-action movie starring obviously an animated pikachu uh yeah and i guess i'm not sure what really he's detectiving uh, uh kid's dad a murder, gets kidnapped i guess oh oh never mind <laughs> a kid's dad gets kidnapped <laughs> I, can, I can just imagine like pikachu be like yep that's blood let me just like <laughs> <laughs> figured it out it's guys. not blood no He's getting kid like one of the kids, uh, Justice Smith. His dad gets kidnapped, and then uh, Pikachu has to find him. Wait, hold up. Are you confirming that there are dads in the Pokemon universe right now? There, there have been dads. We just here's the, main- the thing that everyone's whole joke is that there, there's like a fan theory that the um I've heard this before that there's a fan theory that like there was a war that like only the dads fought in and like all and it like caused like a dad genocide <laughs> and now all the moms are left alone in Pokemon in the Pokemon universe. Yeah. So there a- is a dad. Interesting. Is there going to be other Pokemon? And also, will they be able to talk? 
Well, he is a... No, he, his, this Pikachu is like that one Meowth that can talk when yeah. the rest of them can't. So this Pikachu is similar in that way. I can't... I don't know if they'll have other ones. But I don't think other Pokemon, if they're in it, will talk. This is relatively random. Did you guys see the clip going around of the new movie where Pikachu talks? Of the new Pokemon movie? It's so funny because it's like... I think it's fake because <clears throat> they haven't started... No, it's real. No, yeah, not, it's not real. this. Yeah, no, it's real. They did a Pokemon movie that was like the original Pokemon movie, but they replaced some of the other characters with like characters oh. in the new game i can't i think sun and moon um yeah i think we talked about yeah. this a while back yeah but there was there's a clip going around where it's like at a pivotal moment in the movie where pikachu's like but i believe in you or something like that and there's a there was a clip going around for a long time of like filming in the theater when that moment happened and everybody was like what <laughs> like they were audible like what the fuck <laughs> It was hilarious. From, from what I hear, that's a dream sequence, so it doesn't, like, mm. actually count, but, mm. yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, another, it's not a straight video game adaption, uh, but it definitely has many video game elements. Uh, we got a new trailer for Ready Player One. Um, So I just want to talk, like, people seem to... I guess there's people who have read the book and just don't kind of like it, but there are a lot of people who are just seeing the trailer and just like, this sucks. It's just a bunch of like pulp culture references and stuff. And there is a lot of references in that trailer though. Well, think about this. It's the, the Oasis uh, is basically the internet for them. Uh So, Look at Twitter. It is ninety percent pop culture references. Even there's a uh, there's a VR game called VR Chat where you can uh, create your own uh, avatar, and half of the avatars are things like uh, Overwatch characters and, and and the stuff you would see in the trailer. You know mm-hmm. they're going to use and uh, I don't remember when this uh, Ready Player One set. So this one. Overwatch characters and big um, Iron Giant and all that stuff would be very dated for them, but still, like... There was also a Harley Quinn and a Joker in the trailer. I had to backtrack, like, seven times. I was like, did I just see Harley Quinn? And, like, she was dancing with somebody, and I backtracked, and I was like... And and the Joker. Somebody's avatars are Harley Quinn and the Joker. I thought it was uh, Harley Quinn and Deadpool were together in that trailer. Oh, it looked like Joker. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I haven't seen the most recent trailer, but I saw the first one, and I haven't read the book. So my opinions on the first trailer and hearing stuff about it, I go, I because I see movies every Sunday in the theater with Movie Pass, I might see it, but like, it doesn't look that great from the first trailer. Just from the first trailer, it looks okay, and then it gets me worried because of the giant amount of references. Like, is that not? Is somebody gonna watch this movie in twenty years and be like, "What? What is any? Of this? What is any of this? Why? Why are the?" But yeah. I mean, it it is definitely like I've I listened to the audio I listened to the audio novel by uh, which was narrated by Will Wheaton, um, and. Like it is lane uh, leaning on cultural references very heavily. A lot of like all of the puzzles and stuff that the kid has to solve are all solved in cultural reference ways. Like he has to 
play through a through a Dungeons and Dragons uh, adventure to solve one of the puzzles, and he needs to. He played freaking. Uh, what's that game where the, where the guy got the kill screen? They were they made a movie. Uh, King of Kong. Uh, oh yeah, Donkey Kong. Like he had to play through that till he got a kill screen for one of the things. So it's lays on the cultural references very heavily, but it's like it is a celebration of geek uh content. Like I I don't think it deserve it's not going to like make anybody like cry or anything like that, but it's going to be something that like, hey, this is a movie about everything we love. And I don't know why people are so like against it I think they're just concerned it's not going to age well there's a lot of movies that people love that don't age well yeah I watched the Santa Claus last night and it oh the Santa Claus with Tim Allen yeah the CGI in that movie was so bad (laughs) the original Santa Claus yeah there's a game called Guacamelee that has all sorts of memes in it that are very old. That like when you look at that, you're like, like the oh, troll yeah, face that memes? was a meme. Like I can't remember exactly the ones in Guacamelee, but like I remember playing it, and I didn't play it that much after it came out. I played it, like two years after it came out or something, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that meme. And it's funny, like when you play it when it comes out, and it's like, oh, it's funny because it's like just a joke then. But well, later, I think you're, it's like, different with memes and with like video game stuff. I think. Yeah, like, it's, it's gonna. But I mean, not the be Iron severe. Giant was like the '90s, right? Like we, we still recognize that. Like, yeah, yeah, so. it's not as severe, but it's still a similar thing. I I don't think I don't think knowing memes is going to be that important to the plot. It's just you're going <laughs> there. There is Overwatch characters in there, like for people who can recognize the characters. That's a little thing, but it's not. It's not leaning on. Hey, you got to know about Overwatch to like this movie. It's just like. Right. It's just little references. It's like when you watch Wreck It Ralph and you see, uh, yeah, like Sonic in there and stuff. Yeah. Like Sonic's in the background, or like when you see, just like a bunch of the little references in the background. Like it's it's not important to the plot. They're just like, oh, cute. Like oh, that's fun. Just just to point it out because it happened earlier. If you guys were curious, if any of you heard that sound, my dog, I think maybe had a nightmare because she like just started growling towards the wall over there and then like slowly stopped and i was like are you okay pepper and now she's just like uh sleeping again chilling so hope my dog has nightmares sometimes yeah he runs in his nightmares (laughs) uh so yeah uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know other people aren't, but uh, I'll I will. Well, they can see. deal with it, dude. When does yeah. it come out? They don't have to watch it. Uh, sometime. I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> Perfect. I'll have to read the book before 2018. <laughs> L- listen, listen to the audio Maybe. version. Uh, will Wheaton did a really good job. I actually. I don't have. I can't. I can't buy the audio version. Don't you have Audible? Amazon. Prime? I have a bunch of free books from Audible because one. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah, and so. they're like, oh, if you sign up for Audible, and every time I sign up for like a free trial, um, so I've got a few books from that, but I don't have Audible. I can't buy Audible yet. Oh yeah, I. It's a goal, I, uh, but I can't. 
I just one weekend I I put that on my computer and just played Disney Infinity and platinum uh, Disney Infinity while listening to it. It was very cool, just like playing video Wait, games. Wait, how did listening. you play that? Uh, Disney Infinity. Yeah, I pl- played it on my uh, PS4 while listening to. I thought they canceled that game. They did. This was a long you can time still ago. Play it as well. Oh. Yeah. Can it's you? It's not supporting it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's the. You're not putting out new toys, but yeah. you can still play it. Yeah, all the all the stuff Pretty still sure. works. All the disc content is is still on the disc. They're not gonna take that. Off. <laughs> they broke into my house and took away the disc. And the... Well, I don't know if there's like servers or something. I never got into yeah. that game, so I don't really know how it works. Yeah, hmm. uh, but it it all works. I haven't touched it since I like since the game shut down. But I like because you were so depressed. I mean, like yeah, I have a lot of figures. Anyway, <laughs> the game awards happened and surprisingly there was a lot of announcements that came out of that uh first of all we got a announcement of some re-releases bayonetta 1 and 2 will be coming to the nintendo switch it's a good uh, announcement yeah uh it's good for switch owners yeah i haven't played any of those games so i'm excited Two was a Wii U exclusive, exclusive. Um, so it'll be nice that people actually get a chance to play that game because nobody owned a Wii U. Mine is very dusty sitting right there. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> but we got a new game, Bayonetta 3, was also announced as a Switch, Switch exclusive that's why the first announcement is actually good. <laughs> because if you want to, you can play one and two, and then three will come out all for your Switch, your little Nintendo handheld console hybrid. So that'll give people a chance to get caught up and try the new one. I have never played Bandetta, but uh, I hear great things. I hear great things. Uh, probably people not gonna play really it. Snoked. <laughs> people were super stoked when she came to Smash Bros. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty cool, pretty cool character. Good choice. Devil May Cry, from what I understand. No. Oh, with gun boots. Gun boots. Yes, boots that are guns. She did have gun boots, and her ankles collapsed. That hurt. That hurt. Her ankles. At the collapsed? end of it, in the end of the at the end of the trailer, she's like walking on her boots, and then her ankles like fall inward or whatever Jeez. it looks like she like tripped on her high heels and i'm just like oh god that, that would be hurts. that's actually if that's true if that's in one of the trailers that's awesome because like the whole well, thing she is fades that she's away. fighting in them <laughs> there's like a 30 second like it's like a 30 second thing or that's uh, a little more than that but then at the end now it's the whole content is like 30 seconds but like yeah she like falls forward and then that's all, pretty like great. she it's part of the graphic but she like falls forward and then like parts come apart it's fucking freaky is what it is it's horrifying For three? i'm dying it's pretty like, great though because the yeah. whole point is that she fights in high heels and everybody's like that's ridiculous no one could ever do that so that's funny that they had her trip well but it doesn't actually show her tripping it's just her mm. legs falling and mm. it's it's uh it's really creepy you can watch it you probably feel satisfied yeah, yeah. You don't see her face though. Like it looks like she's <laughs> I don't have like apart. a fetish where I'm wanting to watch Bayonetta trip. Okay, it's that sounds I'm like not it. like craving for that. I'll be okay. Okay, uh, now to some news about a bad video game called Fortnite. 
Um, wow. <laughs> we just going full on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they got a. I'm actually, like, this news is kind of exciting. It might be cool. It makes me curious. Uh, I played literally one game of it. Well, Teddy, why don't you tell me about that, uh, that thing? They, at the thing, they were like, Fortnite 50v50 mode, and it's out right now. And I played it, I think. Either that night or like the next night when we were ending, we played a couple of squad games and then I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. Let's play one of the 50 V 50. It must've been that night. Cause I, I was getting off anyways. We were like, let's play it. And it was, it was, um, it was pretty cool. Like I, it makes it kind of confusing. Like I'm not sure it would be a lot to get used to, but it's pretty neat. I need to play more of it, but like, Honestly, it's cool, but it's one of those things where, like, I just now got kind of into Fortnite, so, like, I'm just kind of playing solo and squads and when I have one other person on duos. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. It's cool, though, because it's, uh, it's also limited, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, through... Like, for the winter stuff. Uh, it's only available... Uh, actually, it is no longer available. Sorry about that, guys. It was available yesterday. Nice news. Was it was available from December 8th through December 17th. All right. Today hey. is December 17th. You missed it. Damn. All right. Why are we talking about it then? Well, I didn't notice the availability. <laughs> until... Well, in that case, if if that news story is gone and no longer relevant, here's just some updates on Fortnite, yo. They got a winter event going on right now. Season two started. See, you fucking Fortnite professional over here. You got an expert. Not really. Um... Yeah, no, they started season two, though, like a couple days ago or whatever, and the they added for the winter stuff, there is like a snowball launcher, which is basically like a grenade launcher type thing where they explode. It's really cool. Um, and that's just like in the map or whatever. I got killed by one once. So feels good. Super um, cool. And the for season two, they did this thing called Battle Pass, where it's literally like 10 bucks. And when you buy the Battle Pass, you can either like you basically level up. And as you level up by playing, you unlock like at the different tiers, there's like new cosmetics. So you unlock them. So you like you buy the Battle Pass, but then you still have to play to get them. And I think that's pretty cool. And I bought the Battle Pass. So I was like, cool, I'm going to be playing more of this. So I got it was 10 bucks you know uh and i'm through like level four i think so i have like four uh well sometimes the tiers have more than one cosmetic uh but yeah i have at least like four things one of them was like a new emo like new banners and stuff it's pretty neat and i'm pretty sure as well with the battle pass i'm pretty sure that if you want you also could pay to like advance i would not because that's dumb (laughs) but i'm pretty sure you can do that but yeah it's pretty cool. So yeah, Fortnite 50v50. Get wrecked. You missed it. That's weird that it was so short. Well, yeah. I, I yeah. imagine it's probably intensive on their servers. Yeah, and they wanted to just test it, I guess. You know? Yeah, I, I imagine, though, it'll probably come back at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, but that was the thing that happened, and Teddy apparently had thoughts about it that were not much. Um, But... The makers of Firewatch, Campo Santo, uh, had a trailer for their new game. Darian, can you tell me what happened in that trailer? Uh, so it's called In the Valley of the Gods, and it's based in like the 1920s, and you're a filmmaker, and you're 
from what I could tell from the trailer, you were like walking through the, um, like the pyramids and the crypts and stuff, right? Yeah. And the whole idea of it is you're you're a filmmaker trying to get some cool stuff for your movie. Yeah. So you know, in Firewatch, you know, you take photos, and at the end of the game, it no, like no, shows no, no. you what. You I haven't play actually it? played it yet. Uh, no. Well, you take photos. That's the thing. Um, I imagine in this game, there's literally fr- I've I've heard there's literally moments where you can like set down your camera and like choose to take uh to like film uh like wildlife around the area and they like respond to they they you know the it's AI but like it knows that you're like filming it so um yeah and I don't know how that's gonna fully matter but I totally could see them like at the end like the finished documentary has like coupled in with like some of your own footage with like the main story stuff so that would mm-hmm. be pretty cool they're basically like these two girls that don't really like each other very much but like i'm pretty sure don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure the main premise of the story is that like 10 years ago they um made a documentary that was really successful but then after then they couldn't they didn't really make anything else and their career has been pretty uh it has kind of run dry and they heard about this thing that would be a good idea for a documentary and they're like all right let's get together and try and do this but they don't they're not really like great friends or anything but they were like they're out there in egypt trying to make a cool documentary to uh spark their career based on my and teddy's friendship didn't know we made a documentary <laughs> 10 years ago that's crazy yeah you missed it and we're also women <laughs> <laughs> well they changed the like sex thing and also yeah, yeah of course and, and also and also the time frame yeah yeah, yeah ours yeah. is 10 years from now they put theirs 10 years no yeah that's the thing interesting uh it looks really cool like uh, it looks uh pixar-esque visuals so the music in the trailer was dope yeah uh we also got a announcement of a re-release with some updates uh, the VR game Accounting is coming to PlayStation Plus, but now it's Accounting Plus because they have added additional content and areas to the game. It origi- Wait, PSVR, right? Yeah. You, uh, said, pl- you said PlayStation Plus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the, I was like, is too it many pluses. Accounting Plus is coming to PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I mean, but maybe yeah, there'll be PSVR. a discount or something. But uh, uh Accounting originally came out on uh, Vive. Um for free uh and it uh has the voice of justin whatever Roiland. from from Roiland, yeah, yeah from rick and morty uh voices a couple characters uh one very I'm pretty sure this is also i'm pretty sure he also like helped develop right yeah like he he had a hand in the kind of the general thing it definitely has a rick and morty uh just the awkwardness of the lines in the in the in the preview or whatever the trailer like super very rick and morty yeah and i uh i've got a ready said gamecast exclusive uh for you guys oh wow i uh i uh messaged the developer uh the not justin the other guy whose name i will find for you very quickly ready said gamecast exclusive yo uh, but the I asked, only place you can get this amount of professionalism. Uh, William Pug. I don't know how to say P P U G H. 
Sure. Probably fine. Fuck. Okay. Um, Pew? And I, I asked him, uh, is the content for the PlayStation uh, VR version coming to the Vive? And the answer is yes. And it will also... Uh, so right now there's the counting, uh, which is a free version. The accounting plus will be a separate version, which will be paid. Uh, the the PlayStation version is also paid, so it'll be the plus content will be uh, uh, paid, and there will be new stuff added to the original sections as well. Uh, so they'll have new uh, areas as well as additional content in the original sections. So there's some. Uh, Ready said Gamecast exclusive about yeah. Accounting Plus. So if you've got a Vive, don't worry, you will also be able to play it. And if you just want to see the base content, it's free. I'm so excited. Um another, I hear the game's cool. <laughs> it, it's I mean it's a short little funny thing. It there was a few sections that I, I honestly could not finish it myself because it's a little spooky in some areas. Mm. And I I did not I had to rip out a guy's heart. And you're a wimp. That's what I'm hearing right now. I had to rip out a guy's heart, and I didn't feel comfortable with that, so I just took off the headset. (laughs) I can't Mm. judge you because I couldn't play the pizza simulator because I got jump scared (laughs) twice. So you know what? No judgment. Sometimes games get a little too spooky. I'm the last person to judge that I hate scary games so much. So <laughs> I much. don't like playing them. I like watching them. But playing them, I just like, <gasps> can't breathe. Everything is <laughs> right there in my face. Oh, my God. Yeah, the VR horror is the worst because this like, <laughs> sense of presence. Because I play Duck Season, which is a freaking horror game. And I did not handle that well at all. I cannot believe I got through that entire game. Um, you played the whole thing? Yeah, I, I did it on stream, so I think that was the only way that I could, like... I definitely took breaks several times. Huh. I was like, okay, I'm going to set it down. I need to remember that I'm not actually in that world. That there's, oh. the, there's not actually going to get murdered. But, frick, if if there was a single noise in my house, if someone knocked on my door while I was playing that game, I would have, like, shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> there's There's a clip of the, like and uh, me, me dealing with the kind of... There's actually several endings to Duck Season, but there's a clip of me kind of facing off with the, the, the villain of Duck Season, and you can see me just, like, backing out of the camera view, just, like, trying to run away <laughs> while wearing the headset. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't handle horror VR very well. I could not do many horror VRs. But you know what is a VR game that's coming out that isn't horror? Vacation Simulator uh, from the makers of Job Simulator we get to do vacations uh, Darian tell me about that I I think that's the whole thing that's okay. it it's Vacation Simulator I hear Job Simulator is really good if you liked it play Vacation Simulator next door <laughs> it, it, it seems it seems out. like it's the same content except yeah. you're in, in a, you're on vacation. I, honestly, you I, get I, to explore the whole island though. Wow! I don't. Is there like movement? Is there? Do we know? Uh, I, I, we just got the trailer and it yeah. just kind of showed. Hey, it's the robots and they're doing the robot thing again. So I don't even really understand doing them what... robots, man, out there doing robot things. It's crazy. Job Simulator is a great thing to get people involved. Is their great first VR game because you can do lots of different things. You can you can mix uh, things together and like the colors will change based on the colors of the stuff. You can 
just combines stuff in all a bunch of different ways. And it's like cool of like, you can interact with everything that you see, but it, once you've interacted with everything, it's just kind of like, cool, I did it. So <laughs> I think they, yeah. they will have to like definitely change some stuff up with Vacation Simulator to make it worthwhile. And I think this is the last simulator they can do. Uh, because I think hey, we'll even... see. You never know. Maybe they put it out and it blows everybody out of the water. Yeah, I think people love Job Simulator, but I don't think they like play Job Simulator for very long. So yeah, Job Simulator is fun to play for like an hour, and then it's like, all right, I'm yeah. good. Um, Teddy, why don't you tell me about a game that we have heard about for a very long time, but finally got to find out what the heck it is? Uh, it's a little game called Dreams. Um, the trailer is more of the actual, there There was a trailer at the Game Awards, and it was more of the actual, like, what the game is going to be, not like the create, creation tools, and it looks pretty, looks pretty good. The entire, I heard more about this on Podcast Beyond because they talked about the actual, um, they talked about the actual, like, they had a hands-on demo that they went and did, and the actual gameplay and whatnot, and, like, talking to the devs and whatnot, so the studio... Uh, themselves, meaning Media Molecule, said that the entire bit of the campaign was developed in the Dreams creation tools, which is cool. And the creation tools seem really, really extensive. Like, uh, you can make music videos where, like, certain parts of the music start and certain things when you go past certain areas and whatnot. And uh, I don't know. The trailer itself looked good because it looked like a game that I can just play. So I'm excited about it. I'm glad we got we saw the trailer. It it seems like it's Little Big Planet, but like instead of it being all like toyish and all of that, it's just straight game. Like I I saw them building kind of mountains, uh, laying out mountains, and was like those look like mountains. Those don't, those don't look like toys or felt or anything. Those are straight mountains. The art and... style is definitely a little kind of like creepy and weird. But yeah. yeah. It's not yeah, tweeting. definitely. It's the campaign uh, section does look kind of creepy, uh, and I imagine that like what you'll be able to build in the uh can and the creator is a lot more than that. And it might be just we're looking at one section of the game. Uh, they might go from like a creepy world to a happy world to a winter world and all sorts of stuff. Uh, kind of like Little Big Planet does. Um, so I, this is, we've heard about dreams. We didn't really know what dreams is and now we saw it and it looks cool. I, I want to play that game. Uh, another game that we have seen a lot of, but still have no effing idea what's going on. It's a little game called Death Stranding. Oh my God. Teddy. So how many times has that cha- game changed? It, I mean, it hasn't, it hasn't changed. changed. We haven't seen gameplay. Uh, Ever. We've seen three trailers. We've seen three trailers now. Yeah. They've all been very weird. No, because, like, originally, because this is still the Hideo Kojima project, right? Yes. So, like, first it was the Silent Hills, which they scrapped and canceled. Different, completely different thing. It's completely different? Completely different thing. This is a new game. Okay, so here's... uh, Hideo Kojima made Metal Gear uh, as part of Konami, and he was supposed to make Silent Hills with uh, Guerrero del Toro, and yeah, then Guillermo. and then Konami decided, you know what, we don't we don't like video games anymore, so 
So uh, <laughs> not really, but yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, Hideo Kojima got fired. Yes. Did he get fired or quit? He got fired. Okay, I'm so pre- he got. I'm pretty sure. I think he quit because the they scrapped thing... his game. Yeah, well, I think technically he probably quit because I mean he finished Metal Gear Solid Five and then left. But, yeah, yeah, it was like bad blood. Uh, so the Silent Hills got canceled, and then the Konami and Kojima went separate ways, and then like Sony gave Kojima. Uh, oh, he did uh, get fired. Really? <laughs> Sony gave Konami. <laughs> Sony gave him his own uh, studio, and basically right away, like he announced, Death Stranding is the game I'm making. And we have we have been seeing this game since the moment it was announced, and this game is probably very long ways out, but we have been seeing trailers for it. And so that's the creepy one that a couple of years back at like E three, it was like a baby in yeah, the trailer and there's stuff. There's been babies mm-hmm. in all of the trailers, yes. and the yeah, guy the from uh, it's the same baby. Just so you know, the the guy from Walking Dead is in it. Norman Reedus. Yes. Um, people, I guess, are getting a vague understanding of what the game's gonna be now. Uh, apparently, they're the bad guys are invisible because they are like in another dimension that is kind of like slightly overlapping in ours, and I guess they can take over people's bodies or something. Uh, we don't fully know, man. Yeah. <laughs> anything we can we can guess from this trailer but and then babies are a thing that i guess babies maybe giving a thumbs up bro yeah it's exciting uh what all right no okay this death stranding looks really fucking weird okay i have one friend who is very uh who is a kojima fanboy not really fanboy but like really really loves metal gear solid and like loves kojima and even he by this one like mo- the first two trailers he saw him was like oh my god that was so amazing i need to like dissect it this one he saw him was like ah, all right <laughs> i just i don't know what's happening anymore come on like the trailer is like kind of okay still kind of weird when it starts off and it's like okay i'm sort of kind of getting this and the the, the moment where it takes a turn where I'm like, all right, looks like another Death Stranding trailer, is when Norman Reedus is, like, uh, chilling. I think he's, like, laying down or something at a moment. I don't know. But it, like, the camera goes into his mouth. It goes down into his body. And then there's a baby. And he gives a little thumbs up. And then it zooms out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Norman Reedus pregnant? I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Death Stranding. No one knows what it is. See you in 2020. There, it seems like after the trailer, they're like, I've, I haven't cared about the trailers. It's just like, oh, I don't know what this is, so I don't really care. But information has been coming out. Uh, and it's so He's had some interviews, but yeah. yeah. The, the one thing I, I heard that sounds kind of interesting is that when you die, you apparently go into kind of the other dimension, and that's kind of a separate game section, and then you have to go back to your body. Yeah, but, it's not like respawning. It's it's yeah, not like game it, over. Respawning. It's kind of like World of Warcraft, where you where you kind yeah. of go back to your body, and there's apparently stuff to do in that kind of like afterlife section. So I I don't I think this is the first game that a single player game that has had you kind of have to go back to your body. 
Uh, I I don't know. I'm sure there's been some, but I can't maybe. name off the top of my but head. Yeah, we but yeah. we still have very very little details. Uh, so we'll we'll find out more in probably two years when yep. it might be close. Or to release. next Game Awards when we get another weird trailer. <laughs> well, trailers ain't giving us much, but if if uh, Kojima, yes, uh, <laughs> decides to do more interviews, we might we might hear more. Um. One more announcement out of the Game Awards is a game called Witchfire, which is from the makers of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter and Bulletstorm. This is one of my favorite parts of the entire Game Awards, this trailer. It was so cool because it starts off and you're like, "What? okay, what is this? And then it slowly becomes clear. I'm like, all right, this is a walking simulator. All right. And it's like from the makers of Vanishing of Ethan Carter. I'm like, okay, walking simulator. And then it's like all of a sudden, I don't remember exactly what happens, but in the trailer, I'm pretty sure he like pulls out a gun and like shoots something. And then it's like, and also bullet storm. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. You lost me. Then you got me back. What's going on here? Uh, and then it just goes on. There's like crazy fights with guns. It, so, yeah. it almost like gives me a vibe of like a first person bloodborne. It has, it kind of has that like renaissance like otherworldly uh, feel to it. But then you're straight up like guns, um, uh, shooting them and and fighting them uh so it looks super pretty and like the combat is gonna be super satisfying yeah um so that's there was a few other uh small game awards announcements soul a new soul soul caliber i don't really care about that (laughs) um if if you're into that i'm sure you probably already know uh and then we got not really much out of PlayStation uh, Expo, which was like... PlayStation Experience. Experience? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it... Uh, That's what PSX is for, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And that was like the day after the Game Awards it started? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I think really matters is that a Sony ex- uh, executive said that we will be able to change our PSN names within the year. <gasps> that's not the exact he, what happened okay yeah. PlayStation exact hints that will like same day for sure oh my um, god greg was greg miller was interviewing sean layton and he was like come on with these psn names and he was pretty much like um let's see i want to i want to find the exact quote but i'm pretty sure he said uh yeah this is it i hope we'll see events occur that you won't have to ask me that question next psx so they're they've been working on it for so long but why is it so hard now it's coming to fruition because the psn was made with uh duct tape and uh staples i mean if you want that like actual probably explanation is so uh when you create your account instead of them being like okay your account in the system your id is actually like a series of numbers uh, and then, and then, like, what actually is shown is the name you pick. So you can change that name, but the actual series of numbers uh, isn't affected. You can just say series of numbers equals this name. But in, in, when PlayStation made their stuff, they just said the account is uh, 
Darien. That that is the, that is the name. So they have to go through and basically rewrite it so that they have to change the way the the naming system, the the accounting uh, system actually names things and rework all of that. I'm sure that's taken a long time. If they if they probably had killed the PlayStation uh, network when when they switched from PlayStation Three to PlayStation Four. They probably could have done it easy, but they kept that around, and it's probably caused a lot of issues. Yeah, so. I'm glad they kept it, though, because, you know, still have games and trophies. Yeah, I have a lot that. of stuff, like, on the PlayStation 3 that yeah. I is keep not my on the PlayStation dog. 4. But well, I made my PlayStation account, like, like, seven years ago. It was completely completely not a name i want to go by anymore i pretty much have my gamer tag on everything is the one on my psn because i can't change it and i'm just like all right i'm owning up to it but once that happens i'm just gonna be like teddy generis on everything if yeah I can. i'll just so. update mine uh if i remember correctly when xbox uh went from original xbox to 360 they killed off the the old uh, network so that allowed them. Yeah, to. but the original Xbox network was like nothing. It was very limited. It was not like that compared to Xbox Live was a lot different. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, PSN uh, was a lot more fully formed. Yeah. So uh, the fact that it's coming, like, I'm sure they've been working on it since the PS4 came out, but that they basically have to redo their entire infrastructure to to like change that whole coding system. Uh, so that has been the news, uh, for the last, uh, couple weeks. Uh, let's get in to the topic of the show, which is the Video Game Awards. Just the Game Awards. The, the Video, video game, game Awards. awards. <laughs> the Video Game Awards is what was on Spike TV. This is the Game Awards. Well, it's not like they're talking about uh, the winner. It's true. Of, the winner it's of true. Game of the Year is Hopscotch. <laughs> it's pretty much Video Game Awards. I just find that, like, yeah, I don't know. There's very, it's called the Game Awards. Maybe maybe Spike so, owns the Video Game Awards. It's very possible that they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Teddy, what, what would you like Let's to say about... Let's chat. We're going to go over who won what. All right? Best Chinese game. We don't know any of these. We're going to go from bottom to top, just so you're all clear, uh, so we can talk about Game of the Year last. Best debut indie game presented by Chick Hydro. I'm bummed the Chick Hydro bot was not there. Um, the nominations were Cuphead, Slime Rancher, Mr. Shifty, Hollow Knight, and Golf Story. Um, I'm pretty sure I predicted that Hollow Knight was going to get this one because I figured Cuphead would get a bunch of wins in all the other places but cuphead won yeah I, I knew cuphead would win of the options like cuphead cuphead was in the running for game of the year correct yeah no 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 mm-hmm. no um not here wasn't no mm-hmm. uh, not here. but it it uh it definitely was very good like it's it's crazy that that was the first game that they've ever made and people are yeah. in love with it. Uh, best esports team. This is something that Darian absolutely probably has an opinion on. Um, well, I don't know about that, but maybe. Cloud9, Team Liquid, SK Telecom 1, Lunatic High, or FaZe Clan. Who do you think won that, Darian? Well, I can see who won that. Uh, well, it's not who I would have expected, though. Yeah. Who would you have expected? SKT1. 
That's the that's what one of my friends said when we were like streaming this on twitch.tv slash Teddy Shanaris. Um when we were when we were chilling before it and like making predictions, he said that and I was like, but everyone forgets they lost worlds. Yeah, but they've won a few of <laughs> it's them. It's true, but they were on the game awards last year. Like, you know, don't give it to them it when they that, lose. Like weird that Cloud9 won, but I think well, Cloud9 has SKT1 has, is like a Korean team, isn't it? Yeah. Cloud9 so. has teams in a lot of different games. SKT right. is, I'm pretty sure, just league in Korea. You know? So. I and these this was a fan vote, so. Yeah, they might have other games, but I know... I only am aware of their league team. Um, And then best esports player, uh, Faker... Kuro, who is a Dota 2 player, Jihong Ryu, uh, who is an Overwatch player, uh, Nicola, Nicola, I don't know, Nicola Kovac or Nico, uh, FaZe Clan, Counter Strike Go, Marcelo or Marcelo, David, uh, SK Gaming, and Counter Strike Go. Yeah, so SK. I like how you're using their like real names, not their like yeah gamer I, I names. Meant their tags do, I meant that everybody to do that. knows them by. So is yeah. So that's Faker Kuroki. Kuroki. Yeah, I, I guess Kuroki. Um, Ryu Jihong, which is pretty much his name <laughs> in gamer tag, and then Nico, and then Cold Zera. Yeah, it's his Those last name and then his first name. Yeah, it's a mix. Um, but yeah, Faker won this one. Who would have guessed? I voted yeah. for Faker. Just I don't I don't know. I just picked one. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Congrats, you won. <laughs> oh my god! What? I I haven't looked at any of the stuff for the game awards. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, best esports game. This is also another fan voted one. Uh, Overwatch, Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota Two, Counter Strike, Global Offensive. I figured Overwatch would win, yeah. and they did. That was so. This is like order stuff. of. Is this an order of votes they received, or is it no, just, like, just, the nominees and then the winner? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is based on votes. Yeah, it's exactly. the nominees and then whoever won. Uh, Trending Gamer, uh, Dr. Disrespect, uh, Steven Spawn for Mabel Gamers, uh, Shroud, uh, to Clint Lexa, a.k.a. Half Coordinated. That's the only one that I'm not familiar with at all. And uh, Andrew Renee from What's Good Games or Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, Dr. Disrespect won. Surprise, surprise. If it, if it no was one. now, I think it would have gone different. Think Steven or Andrea would have won if it had gone now. But Suppo- yeah. Supposedly, Andrea said it was pretty close. So Really? Oh, yeah. man. Uh, best student game. Uh, we're probably going to skip this one, but shout out to Level Squared for winning. I'm not going to read the other nominations because we don't know Wait, why isn't Club Penguin rewritten in there? Oh, my God. Because it's kidding. not a student game? <laughs> it got canceled. Club Penguin rewritten is is yeah, canceled. Disney oh, no. uh, Disney took legal action and they took the wow. domain name. Oh, f you! They Disney. shut the thing down. Yeah, that's rude. Um, I was following it on change.org. Damn. I mean, they have all the right because it was pretty yeah. much the same game. But <laughs> I do like when the guy came up to accept the award. Like he was like forty ish. He looked like pretty old, and he was like, "I graduated in a month. Please hire me." <laughs> yep, that was good. That was good. Uh, best independent gain. Nominees, Cuphead, Pyre, Night in the Woods, What Remains of Edith Finch, or Hellblade Send You a Sacrifice. I figured Cuphead would win here, and it did. Uh, I can't remember. I think I voted Hellblade mm. uh, because I knew people 
really loved Hellblade. Yeah, people really like Hellblade. Uh, most anticipated game. This is definitely fan voted because uh, it's like kind of a dumb category. Uh, yeah. The Last of Us Part Two, Red Dead Redemption Two, Monster Hunter World, Marvel's Spider Man. <laughs> kind of <laughs> weird to put that. Uh, God of War. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two won, and that's the one that I figured would win. I'm surprised that Red Dead Redemption didn't win. I thought it was either going to be Last of Us or Red Dead, like one of those two. I don't think we've seen enough of Red Dead Redemption to uh, yeah, but everybody's just got a big old hard on for Rockstar. Yeah, (laughs) you know. So, um, let's see here. Do do do. Best multiplayer. So that's the end of all the fan voted stuff. Which fun fact: the other games are actually like I I real I heard this after the game awards the other like the rest of these are going to be the jury but the jury is based of 51 uh different outlets and they uh put forth like their nominations and their winners and whatnot but it's actually 90 percent the jury and 10 percent audience vote yeah i heard i heard it was weighed by the audience vote uh so best multiplayer this one you was funny because it was literally in an article the next day because they forgot to say it on the show. Uh, so the nominees are PUBG, Player Knows Battlegrounds, Fortnite, Call of Duty World War II, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, or Destiny 2, and PUBG 1. Uh, spoilers is the only award PUBG got uh, that night. So yeah. I mean, but congrats, was, PUBG. He was probably going to say it, uh, but uh, somebody was a little jet-lagged and distracted him, so... <laughs> oh my gosh. A little jet-lagged. Fuck the Oscars, am I right? Uh, best sports slash racing game, Forza Motorsport 7, Project Cars 2, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018, NBA 2K18, GT Sport, or FIFA 18, and Forza Motorsport 7 won. And it's so weird Which that, didn't like, surprise me. a soccer game and a, like, racing game are, like, competing against each other. Yeah, it's a little... There's three racing games here, and then, like, two soccer games, and then one basketball game. I don't think Darian is familiar with the fuck the Oscar guy, and I imagine she's just Googling fuck the Oscars right now. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, it, congratulations. It's going to be a treat when you see it. Uh, best strategy game, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, XCOM 2 War of the Chosen, Tooth and Tail, Total War Warhammer 2, or Halo Wars 2. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle was the winner. I figured it was going to be either that or XCOM, and I wanted Halo Wars because Halo Wars was was the only of those that I had played and I enjoyed it. Honestly, I'm a little surprised that Mario uh, and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle won because I heard that like it gets old after a few worlds. Uh, but I guess if you I don't know, I just heard people really liked it. That's all I really heard. To be honest, that's surprising. I I, I heard people got burnt out after a bit, but uh, I think I think when you're like any any. Uh, strategy game you're you're either gonna like really love or bounce off of and i think yeah i think mario kingdom battles got a lot more people in that aren't strategy fans like yeah. to try it out so yeah for sure uh best family game super mario odyssey 2 uh i almost said mario odyssey 2 uh Ooh. splatoon 2 sonic mania mario plus rabbits kingdom battle mario kart 8 deluxe super mario odyssey one no surprise no surprise um also, I just realized that technically, when I'm reading these, I'm reading the winner first on every one. So uh-huh. I'm going to read it in a random order. I each was going to say Is something. Is this going to throw me off? Yes, but we're going to uh-huh. try. Best fighting game Tekken 7, Arms, 
Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, Nidhogg 2, or Injustice 2? Who would you guess before knowing the winner? Like, I mean, we, we all see the winners, too. So. I know, but like, who did you, who did you guess? Um, I, I, I went Injustice 2 just because it was the only one I played. And just, I don't see a world where Injustice 2 didn't take that home. Like, Injustice 2 did very, very, very good, and a lot of people really like it. And yeah, they do great. Netherrealm does good work over there. They, I think they managed to do a story in a fighting game best ever. Yeah. the I feel like I probably enjoyed the story in the first one more, but the second one was still good. Uh, best role-playing game, Near Automata, which that from the majority i'm just this is a random sidebar from the majority of what i've of people that i've heard talk about that game that's how you say that name near automata right but i've heard one person who's it's well i've heard one person who it's like their favorite game of the year and they say automata i'm like you know this game you've heard people talk about it right like I'm pretty sure that's not it, uh, but I don't know. Um, Final Fantasy 15, which is the only category this, that was nominated in, it came out just too late to be nominated for the Game Awards last year. So, um, Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, Persona 5, and South Park The Fractured But Whole. And I'm very happy to announce, ladies and gentlemen, that Persona 5 won that award. Woo! Let's go. I heard people really like Divinity, so I'm surprised. Divinity they... Original Sin 2 is very good, but it is a real nerdy-ass PC game that requires even more nerdy. time than Persona. So, yeah. I wonder, like, how many people voted... It's very good, though. I played it. <laughs> ...for, like, just... Like, they didn't play them all so that, like... Well, you, as the jury, you're allowed to abstain from some... Uh, from pretty much anything, but, yeah. All right. If if they didn't play enough of it, they'd probably be like, eh. But best action slash adventure game, uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, Horizon Zero Dawn, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, or The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Who do you think won? It's always the last one Teddy reads now. Yeah, he switched. He switched to the last one. He no, reads all I, the other ones I, in a random order. I did order, the last one. And then... I have done it where the last one is the winner twice, but on another one, I did it where it was in the middle, okay? You know, I'm switching it up. They don't know. They don't know. Uh, this is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I wanted this to be <laughs> literally anything else. No, I wanted it to be either Uncharted, Assassin's Creed, or Horizon. Not really Zelda, but that's okay. That's, That's weird. Right. This is a weird bunch of games. This must have been a slow year for the action-adventure game. Oh, these yeah. are all amazing games. Yeah, they're all... Oh, yeah. No, they are, but it's like... When well, I think Super an action-adventure game, the first thing I think of is Super Not Super Mario Odyssey. Like, yeah, yeah I feel like that's the only one that's a little odd for that Odyssey one. is a platformer, not an action or adventure. Yeah. yeah, it's a little weird. And I mean, Legend of Zelda, I... Legend of Zelda would have belonged more in the role-playing game. Yeah, it's kind of. I feel like category. Zelda is kind of its own category. No, <laughs> like, Zelda is an action adventure. It's not role playing. I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. it is. I just. I would have rather had that in the RPG. It's. It's very much a, a role playing game. Um, more so now than it used to be with mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild. Um, and then best action game. Uh, Prey, Wolfenstein Two, Neo. 
Cuphead and Destiny 2. Best action game, I think on this one I predicted actually Wolfenstein 2, and Wolfenstein 2 was the winner. Um, these are all really good games, and uh, I'm glad they all got nominated. Except Destiny 2. <laughs> Fight me. Fight. <laughs> um, best VR slash AR game. Uh, this one doesn't really surprise me with who won, who won to be honest. Uh, Farpoint, Star Trek, Bridge Crew, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, uh, Super Hot VR, Lone Echo slash Echo Arena. I... On this one, I was like, Resident Evil 7 absolutely wins this one, and then it did. I think I think it won because it was the first full game. Yeah, it's on a it. very full like experience. Yeah. You can sit uh. through and play the entire game and it's it's a full thing. I hear super hot VR is amazing. It's yeah. basically super hot but in VR. So Yeah. I, I said feel like that, that would bring it to win. the next level. Cause that game is so good, but like yeah. when you're actually in it, like Oh my god, I can only imagine how cool that would be. <laughs> I said that that one wasn't going to win because that had actually come out like a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't just this year. That that's been a while. So, um, let's see here. Best handheld game all Nintendo 3DS games. Metroid <laughs> Samus Returns, uh Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadow of Valencia, uh Ever Oasis, Monster Hunter Stories, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. Metroid Samus Returns won that one, and I didn't play any of these. <laughs> I also predicted Metroid because I heard a lot Ever of people who really, really like that one. I wonder when the handheld and the mobile thing are just going to become one category, especially because like, if they're ever going to allow Switch games into the handheld category. Yeah, that's... Switch Ooh, is technically a handheld. Probably not. So it's kind of weird. Like I don't know. Next year, if there's a good amount of 3DS games, they'll probably do it again, but we'll see. And then after that is best mobile game, uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, Hidden Folks, Monument Valley 2, Super Mario Run, and Old Man's Journey. This one, I really wanted Fire Emblem Heroes to win, but it did not. Process of elimination. <laughs> Fire Emblem Heroes was pay to win. I mean, it's not really like a multiplayer thing. I mean, it's it's got loot crate type stuff, yes. so... Not really like PvPing anybody well, though. Still, like, I played Fire Emblem Heroes for like twenty hours. I have never like I don't even think that's a thing you can do. You can face other people's teams, but like you're not facing them, you're facing their teams. And I mean, but you can pay to win the single player. You can sure. get it's it's all about getting better cards, so it's I mean, yeah. It's a it's very much a card game. It's also you can also enjoy it because you're not like facing other people. And you're playing the single player, so you're not like forced to pay. You know what I mean? Like I, I played like 20 hours and I never paid anything. Yeah, but you love grinding, so. I do, I do. That's why uh, I liked it. Yeah, um, Monument yeah, Valley is just a straight up puzzle thing. So there's nothing. You you buy the game, you get the game. There's no Monument Valley thing. Two is the winner. Um, I had a couple of friends really want Super Mario Run to win because they really like that. But yeah, I played a surprising amount of Fire Emblem Heroes. I don't like play mobile games, but I like that game. Um, best ongoing game. I will say that I'm bummed at who won. Uh, it's deserved, but I'm bummed at it. Uh, Player Knows Battlegrounds, Grand Theft Auto Online, Rainbow Six Siege, Overwatch, Warframe, and Destiny 2. I 
personally thought Warframe really deserved this one because Digital Extremes does a fantastic job with their community and constantly adding new content, but they did not win. All right, so what did you guys want to win in the best ongoing game, or did you have a preference? Uh... Well, I feel like Overwatch and PUBG don't really belong in there. Really? Why? I mean, like, it just seems weird to me, because, like, it, by that logic, like, Dota and League should be in there, too, because, like, they're constantly updating and patching, like... I don't know. It feels weird. It feels like a more story-based game should be in there. Like I don't really know much about Grand Theft Auto Online. For, this is ongoing game. For best ongoing game. These these are all competitive. Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Well, yeah, but like I mean, League does that. They just did another overhaul. To it's do just that. it's like, jury voted. It's I don't weird. Know. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't know uh, how they come up with the nominees. It, they they nominate it's jury nominated okay so well. the ju jury decides that each yeah, yeah each outlet outlet puts forth their nominations i don't know i just find some of them weird because it's like you're releasing patches and that's great but like I mean, ongoing feels like story to me like mm, which i feel like no destiny really would fit does in that. <laughs> well destiny does that doesn't it adding adding modes and content and stuff that changes the gameplay that evolves the player experience over yeah. time. Uh, Overwatch is the winner, and they totally deserve it. I was just bummed because they got Game of the Year last year, and they got all sorts of great praise, and they, they deserve it. I just wanted Warframe to get credit for, like, if Warframe is doing anything right, it's talking to their community, releasing new updates. Like, they, they're great at being the best ongoing game, but, uh, yeah, Overwatch won, and they, they deserve it, too. They've been doing good. They always put out new new events, new skins, new game modes, all sorts of stuff. So, all right, next category is games for impact. Uh, we have Night in the Woods, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, Bury Me, My Love, What Remains of Edith Finch, Life is Strange Before the Storm, and my favorite name of a game, Please Knock on My Door. Uh... I've played What Remains of Edith Finch. I've heard of Night in the Woods. I've heard of Hellblade. Uh, I know of Love Life is Strange. Uh, I played a little bit of the original. I don't really understand, like, know what the deal. But that is, um, What Remains of Edith Finch didn't... So it's Games for Impact a, for a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or message. I don't think What Remains of Edith Finch had that. It was a very cool narrative story but it didn't really have a pro social message i've i picked hellblade because uh from my understanding what the game's about it totally does have that pro pro social message so yeah um i have not played any of these Same. <laughs> but i've heard of almost no, all of them except one. for bury me my love and please knock on my door i haven't heard of those two but uh hellblade one and I am uh, not surprised about that at all, to be honest. I kind of figured it would either be that or just from hearing. I figured a lot of people love Life is Strange, but I don't know if it has, like, really an impact. But Hellblade is literally about, like, mental health. So, yeah. Uh, best performance. Uh, do, do, do. Let's do... Okay, so Ashley Birch, 
who plays Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Claudia Black, who plays Chloe Fraser in Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Brian Bloom, who plays BJ Blazkowicz in Wolfenstein 2. Melina, I believe they said it was Jurgens, uh, who plays Senua in Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. And uh, Laura Bailey, who plays Nadine Ross in Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I really wanted Claudia Black to win, but she did not, and it makes me sad. Uh, can we just talk about, like, Molina's picture that they used for like yeah, every yeah it's an interesting interesting picture everyone has like kind of very like like headshot yeah like modeled photos and hers yeah. is like a selfie from her her doing the like mocap mocap yeah and it's very it's very close it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> at the game awards she was wearing a mocap outfit that was pretty great uh so i i did not expect her to win but i totally could uh i i didn't predict it but i like makes sense i mean she's literally not an actor she is a video editor at that studio and they were like hey do you want to try for this and then she got it and she did great so uh yeah i totally see why she won that but i just was really hoping claudia black would get it because she carried literally an entire game on her own (laughs) when it comes to performance like i mean the the supporting cast did great but like it's about chloe you know the whole game's about chloe so um let's see here best audio design um, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard Destiny 2 Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice Super Mario Odyssey or The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild um, I really wanted Destiny 2 to win this one because I think if there's anything that Destiny 2 actually deserves an award in is audio design because they are incredible at it uh, I I understand the I I have not played Resident Evil and the audio for Super Mario Odyssey had a couple cool songs. Nothing really blew me away. And yeah, and Zelda is like a lot of silence and I don't know. Hellblade ended up winning, and from my understanding, that audio like everybody's like you need to yeah. play it with with headphones. It, because the game starts off and tells you to play in headphones. Yeah, so it, headphones. they definitely put a lot of thought into the audio experience. Yeah, there's voices that are completely directional that literally like takes place of the the HUD. Like instead of saying there's an attack coming from the front with like flashing thing, it's it's literally like behind you. Like the voices like whisper. It's like creepy um yeah so hellblade won and that's well deserved but you know destiny 2 i was a bit bummed about because they do some crazy shit to have those gun sounds like the some of the exotics sound crazy um let's see here best score slash music this is also one i wanted to go to destiny 2 because sound design soundtrack pretty similar enough they do great with their sound design and their soundtrack was very good um destiny 2 cuphead uh, Persona 5, Nier Automata, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, I wanted this to either go to Destiny 2 or Persona. Um, and Cuphead also could totally... I think I predicted Cuphead. I think that's what I predicted. It's got a cool soundtrack. It definitely... They, yeah, they the, that the, game, the but... music is pretty great. Like, the opening music is great. And then, like, the King Dice is pretty cool. Um, Nier Automata won this one, which... Nier is, like, one of the game's that is really big and i hear a ton about this year that i haven't played there's a lot of them that i haven't played but like near is the one that i haven't played and also just haven't 
seen like gameplay on or like because people that really like it don't want to say anything about it other than it's fantastic and you need to play it so like i just don't hear too much but so i couldn't have predicted that one not having played but that one best score in music and then uh best art direction this is a pretty pretty solid winner here uh persona 5 horizon zero dawn the legend of zelda breath of the wild cuphead or destiny 2 I wanted Persona 5 to win, but Cuphead won, and I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I, yeah, everybody talks about how pretty Cuphead is. Like, they hand-drew all of that game. They put a lot of thought into the art, so it, it totally makes sense that they won. It's also art direction, you know, so it's like their choice in, like, what they're going to do. So For outstanding um, creative and technical achievement in artistic yeah. design and animation. Yeah, I wanted Persona because Persona is literally the most stylish game I've ever played. That's the great word for it. There is, it also works great for art direction because every frame of Persona is designed to be stylish. Like the battles, when it finishes, like the like the text and everything just like flows great. Like every single movement the characters make is like purposefully like uh, cool. You know, it's very cool looking. Uh, but yeah, Cuphead totally deserves it. Best narrative, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice, Nier Automata, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Wolfenstein 2, and What Remains of Edith Finch. And Bryce will be happy to know what won. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I called this... Uh, I, I almost wanted to vote for Edith Finch for every category, but I knew there was one category it deserved to win. And that was best narrative because it it it's handles its narrative so great throughout just the way that they tell the story, the different gameplay elements that you do, and just the kind of journey you go on is so good that they totally deserved it. Don't you agree, Darian? Yes. Because she played it. Yes. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> great. That, thanks. Thanks for that backup. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of checking out. I'm like, I haven't eaten in like five hours, and I'm just like, I feel that it's dog. been more than I'm, that. After this, I have Pizza Hut leftovers in the fridge. I'm gonna heat those up. I'm gonna watch some of The Office. It's gonna be great. I gotta go back mm. to work on Tuesday, but tomorrow I don't. I'm just gonna so. make hamburger helper and go to bed. I'm gonna probably make some beef stew and watch nice. anime. Nice. Nice. That's anime. a good life right there. Um, <laughs> best game direction: Wolfenstein Two. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Horizon Zero Dawn, or Super Mario Odyssey. Guess who won? <laughs> Best Game Direction, awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovative in-game direction and design. Zelda. I mean, it kind of makes it, they broke the mold of what you would expect from them. And, from a Zelda, yeah. yeah. Um, I... On this one, like game direction, if there's anything I'm personally I'm gonna give Zelda, it's gonna be that. So I was like, I I, I want Zelda to win this one too. Um, and then game of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Whoo! What's gonna What's it gonna be? It's crazy. Who would have guessed this one? All right, recognizing Pokemon a Go. game. Oh, the the surprise <laughs> twist of the year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. And we're gonna have Jerry take over. Jerry the Christmas Beaver, if you guys forgot, we're gonna have him uh, take over for this one. So the nominees are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Please stop. The Legend of Zelda, Breath no. of the Wild, <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Persona 5, and Horizon Zero Dawn. You see, Teddy Chinaris here, this guy right here, this loser. <laughs> he wanted Horizon Zero Dawn. I wanted Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> but Jerry, tell me what one, bud? The Legend of Zelda! <laughs> Breath of the Wild won uh, Game of the Year. Jerry's I... very excited about it, and uh, I guess this from when it came out. <laughs> I was like, nothing's gonna be this for the end of the year. I thought for, it was gonna like, be Odyssey. Uh, I, a player that knows Battleground, it had obvious bias, so there's no way it won. I, I'm surprised it even made the nominations. Uh, Persona 5, I, I think people like that, but I don't think anyone would pick it Game of the Year. Uh, so it was either going to be Legend of Zelda, o- Odyssey, or Horizon Zero Dawn. And honestly, I think there, when you do Game Awards, there's a bias to... if it's Nintendo? Came, well, if it came out recently, you're more likely to remember it and think well of it than something that came out a while ago. I think people say that, and then like actual results don't really say that. You know what I mean? Like... Zelda won. I feel like uh, Overwatch came out earlier in the year. Overwatch won last year. It didn't come out like in the fall, I'm pretty it sure. It came out in like February, didn't it? Yeah, I think either that no, or the summer. I think it, it was, was the summer. It was... <laughs> and to the Google! Maybe it was August. May, it was May yeah, 24th. May 24th. So yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I hear that a lot. And I, for the most part, I mean, it makes sense. Usually I agree, but then it's like, is that true? You know, does science back this up? Do you have the scientific method, Bryce? Have you applied it? Has it become a theory, then a hypothesis? Nope. Hypothesis, then a theory, then a law? Yes. I have a law of video games. What was cool is the fact that they, uh, the DLC for uh, Breath of the Wild came out that night. So it's like, hey, go play yeah, more of the game neat. that won. And you game can, of the year. Yeah, do sweet motorcycle stunts. God, that was so ridiculous. I saw a bunch of videos on Twitter the next day of people like, this is just me showing the horses who's boss. And it's them at like a stable just spinning in the motorcycle. That's great. Uh, so that was, I mean, your recap of the Game Awards. That's so the Game Awards right there. Why is Persona 5 uh, in these? What? Isn't it for the 2017 release? Yeah, yeah. 2017 Persona release. 5 came out in 2016. In Japan. When did it come out for NA? Uh, April, I think. Really? Because it was originally was supposed to be February. And then oh. they, they pushed it. I think. Oh. I think it's April. I don't know. But it was originally supposed to be February. It was supposed to be Valentine's Day in America. Then they were like, nah. Oh, uh, that'd yeah, be the most I... romantic game. <laughs> I was uh, happy with most of the results of the Game Awards. It was pretty fun to watch. The... I was, um, it was definitely a little bit too long. We'll throw that out there. Felt like it was around three hours at a certain point, and I was like, all right, so wrap it up and go home, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm still a little bit bummed how they do some of the awards at the Game Awards. I know that you have to, like, you know, have the, the ads and whatnot, so you can't, and the world reveals. So you can't fully do this, but it just, there's so many awards that they were like, they would call up an award and then while the person's walking over, there would be VO that's like, and uh, Persona 5 also won in this category and this category. All right. And I'm like, uh, hello? Can we, 
you know. Or they would just announce some, just like with VO like that, just kind of randomly. Well, I think after a co- uh, commercial break, he ended up coming out and just like announcing the winners of like three awards, just like this one, he, this one, this one, boom. He did like four in the pre-show. Yeah, it was like before what? it had started. So. I'm not a big fan of that. And I'm glad the music acts were a lot better this time because they weren't super long. And uh, the the actual like music, the 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 um, the orchestra, the video game tribute that they did was awesome. It was really good. So, yeah, I enjoyed the Game Awards. Watch it next year. Vote for uh, what's 2016 vote f- or 2018 vote for Spider-Man gonna tell you that right now all right anyways but for more game of the year type stuff we will be doing our game of the year discussion early 2018 so stay tuned for that episode we'll have some guests in here and we'll figure out what is our game of the year jerry the christmas beaver will not be making a return he'll probably be over there just chilling he was today's special guest, okay? He's getting too much of the spotlight in the light. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, that brings us to questions. Do you want to be part of the show? Go to Ready, Set, Gamecast slash submit uh, to submit a question or a comment to be read on the show. We have one question sent in, but it's by a little bit of a famous figure. You probably have heard of him. We got a we got a special a special write in. Uh, Mr. Oh, wow. uh, Mr. Santa Claus wrote in and oh, asked wow. asks, "What do you want for Christmas?" Darian, just pull up my Christmas list here. Well, while yeah, you're pulling I, that up, how much time do I have? I got a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got? Let's let's hear. Uh, it was the top of the list. I don't know. I want an Apple Watch really bad, but I don't hmm. think anybody's gonna get me an Apple Watch. So cool socks, which we didn't talk about. You posted that article in the news, and I was like, "Oh God, I can't wait to talk about this." There was a Splatoon uh, thing of uh, sweaters versus socks for like oh a Splatfest. Yeah, for Me. Christmas gifts, and I was like, "Well, the Splatfest already ended. Let me see who won." Hmm. Uh, Cause like yeah, an Apple Watch. I did legit ask for cool socks from nice. my parents and David's parents both. Skip <laughs> me socks. Oh, I literally made a Christmas list by the way because my parents asked me for like a couple of things and then I made like literally they're like, what are like two things you want for Christmas? And I'm like, here's a list of twelve. <laughs> Are they gonna get me more than two? Probably not, but you know, one can one can hope. My dad one does this dream. thing where he'll get me like one big gift, and then like two or three little gifts. Yeah. I uh, I remember one year I tried to convince them to get me a. Com- I think it worked. I was wanting a computer, <laughs> and I was like, "Guys, if we get it on sale right now, it'll be like basically a little over like what you would spend on a bunch of stuff." You know what I mean? So just get me this and only this, and uh, I, I I wore them down eventually, but it took a while. They were not about it. They want the traditional like you know 
Back when I was a kid, at least. Now they don't want to give me anything. You know what I'm saying? So, Bryce, who won the Splatfest? I have no idea. The, like, there was a YouTube video that was like, here's the results, and then it is just like a video of him picking out his gear. I'm not like, gonna lie. I literally, I'm pretty sure I saw a Nintendo tweet this earlier today. So I saw Viking uh, sweaters one. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Get wrecked. I would have voted for socks. So you would have fought for the socks. I would have fought for the socks. Well, it was man, actually, I think, what? Which one's the worst? Which one would oh, you really? rather? Which would you rather sweaters? ask yeah. for? Yeah. So, so yeah. It's the, the article says, which would gift. you rather ask for? Hmm. <laughs> Which which one would you rather receive? I'd rather. I would rather receive socks. Yeah, I'd rather have socks. I don't really wear sweaters. Yeah, me neither. Uh, um, bro, I want just uh, love. Gross. I want a thousand followers on Twitch.tv/slash/JDGeneres for Christmas. Thanks, guys. Well, uh, aren't you doing like a twenty-four hour stream if you get that? Yeah, in uh, 10 years at this rate. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll hit 1,000 before you even realize it. And then yeah, it'll be like, all right, next one, and, and that's when you'll slow down. How long have you been mm. streaming? A year in June. On this so. account. He's yeah. got a secret account that no one uh, knows about. That no but... one followed me for, and I also streamed to that account for like a year. But there's, there, there is <laughs> but a... But I, really? I was a young little boy, you know? Mm. Long little yeah, little naive boy. I didn't know the keys. There's, there's a VOD on I there of, of young Teddy. And speaking of young it's Teddy. It's true. I was very young. Speaking of young Teddy, I just want to want to say uh, happy birthday to a young man called, oh, yeah. called Teddy Chineris, <laughs> who has just turned 21 years old. It's ah! true. Uh, so, Teddy's so, the baby. Yeah. Some lucky, some lucky friends of his got to uh, see uh, photos of Teddy and Boy Scouts, and as a young kid, and those definitely were not saved for blackmail purposes at a later oh, date. Oh no! <laughs> Super duper not. Oh no! Yeah, I was a Boy Scout man. Uh, was it a bad idea? Yes, absolutely, it was. Did I still do it? Yes. Did my parents make me? Probably, yeah. Uh yeah, uh what do I want? Um probably probably just like a Steam gift card or more video games. Oh yeah. In all seriousness, I literally made a Christmas list cuz my parents asked me for a couple of things and I was like, here's a big list. <laughs> but yeah, um I put on a 32 gigabyte Fire HD Amazon Fire because as a big old tablet, I want to read comics cuz mm. if I have a tablet I'll read comics more often because I don't like the only time I ever buy comics or when I go randomly to a comic uh, comic shop and I just get a trade and I'm like, all right, but I don't like keep up with any comic books, but I would love to like read one weekly. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. So I figured I'd throw that on there. And then other than that, I have like PSN cards, <laughs> switch stuff. I put in um, Mario Kart eight deluxe, but my parents actually got me that for my birthday. So, you know. Oh. Oh, Avatar The Last Airbender, the complete series, because it's my favorite show of all time, and I somehow, this many years later, still don't own the the complete series. Well, the I've reason is because that it was on Netflix. At this point. What are you doing? 
I've watched the show literally nine times, dog. I'm saying I've purchased the complete oh, purchased. series twice. Um, what are you doing? I'm watching it on Netflix and Amazon Prime TV because it was free in both of those places. And like, why would I need to buy it? And then they took it off of Amazon. So now I'm like, well, shit, what do I do for my next rewatch? <laughs> so gonna get it on DVD. Weird that they haven't remastered that show for Blu-ray. I think they should. That would be awesome. Um, Didn't they yeah, just do other Korra stuff. for that? What? They just um, redid Korra in Blu-ray, didn't they? Well, it wasn't re- redone for Blu-ray because Korra came out in the modern times, unlike Avatar. Avatar is still standard definition, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, like, it's not widescreen. It's like... Yeah. But yeah. Uh, a bunch of other stuff on here. I got, like, Baby Driver Blu-ray and some weird stuff like that. But yeah. Cool. I just well, want love, you know? I hope everybody gets what they want for Christmas, except Teddy and his weird love. Don't Nobody, nobody loved Teddy in 2017. Yep. Uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Food. Remember, uh, go to readysetgamecast.com for links to the podcast and all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. And if you like this show or anything about this show, that cat that Darian's currently holding and is playing with her hair, or Teddy's weird... Jerry the Christmas Beaver. Yeah. Uh, please go on iTunes and Stitcher and subscribe, rate, and review it. Uh, it helps us grow and become more powerful. Don't, don't do that. It's just an excuse to flex every episode. Uh, Darian, where can people find you? <laughs> Probably in the hospital shortly if he attacks me again. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv forward slash dexterity. D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. I'm at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the same name. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy? Oh, uh, Twitter at you know teddy chineris or more importantly twitch.tv slash teddy chineris normally i stream mondays through thursdays 7 to 11 and fridays and saturdays usually are 10 to 12 central time this is all in central time but i'm on christmas break so i don't have to work on those specific days so i don't have to uh, do that so it's mondays through saturdays 7 p.m to 11 p.m central time every day except sunday four hours a day stop on by what what day does this go live? Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Watch me is come on down and watch me attempt to get five people together for a raid lair and then get mad at my friends because they don't show up. Woo! Nice. What about you, Bryce? Where can they find you? <sighs> Twitter, Last Geek. Twitch, Last Geek Plays. Instagram, Last Geek Plays. Uh, LastGeek.com. YouTube.com uh, slash Last Geek. Uh, I think that's all of them. Um, yeah. So nice. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm supposed to have more, but I can't remember all the <laughs> social media things. Go to MySpace, just search for whatever. Find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Find me on Tinder. So Tampa, this will no. be the last show that comes out in 2017. Oh my god. It has been really cool doing this. Uh, 
every two weeks, coming, sharing the news, sharing our opinion with you guys. And uh, I'm really happy to see all the listeners that have checked out the podcast who have joined us on the show. Uh, shout out to uh, Super Killer Bunny and Matt A. Plays. And really looking forward to uh, doing this again in 2018. So thank you and see you next year. Peace out. Mm. Happy New Year. <laughs> and all that. Merry Christmas. It's Happy- really just Merry Christmas. That's what I should say. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Wow. Uh, and happy holidays. How could you do well, so I mean, I'm, you know what I'm saying. You know. Wow. God damn it. Happy holidays, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Just... Bye. <laughs>